Good morning, everybody. Happy Christmas. It took us ages to record and film that, but we... <laughs> cut and paste, I think, is the uh, honest answer. Really, it tells the whole story of the Nativity in a, in a way that we thought would be good to open up our service. If you don't know me, my name's Ian, uh, one of the ministers here. So um, I'm going to ask uh, Tom to uh, pray for us, and I'm going to read from Scripture, and then uh, Charlotte's going to take care of the candles. Happy Christmas. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this Christmas morning. Lord, thank you that we are blessed to have this time and we can, we can come together, we can share in the goodness and the truth of that story, that you so loved the world that you sent your one and only son. And Father, as we come together this morning, we give thanks for that truth. We give thanks for what this time means. And Lord, as we enjoy the, the, the fun and the frivolity of the day, may we also remember what you gave to us, that gift that was given. Lord, thank you for Christmas. Fill this place this morning, we pray, as we, as we sing songs of worship to you, as we recognise and, and bow down before you, our God, our King. Father, we give thanks and we pray that you will fill our hearts. May everybody who sets foot in this building this morning leave today knowing the true Christmas story. Father, thank you for Christmas. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Uh, Charlotte's going to come up and uh, light our final candle and the other candles as well. But uh, before she does that, I'm going to read of a prophecy given some 700 years or so before uh, the birth of Christ from Isaiah chapter 9. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and a government will be on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. And that's why we're going to light the Christ candle now. And Charlotte's going to help us do that. Where is she? Oh, there you are. <laughs> okay, morning everyone. We're going to light all our candles because we forgot to do them beforehand. So I have prepped some volunteers, I think. I've got... Izzy and Rosie and Rowena, if you'd like to come up and help as well, because we've got so many candles to light, you can definitely help me out. While these guys sort out the first four candles, I prepped you all two days ago, those of you who are here on Sunday, who can shout out some of the other four candles that we have already learned a bit about. This is like an audience participation bit. Hope, yes, thank you, sir. Love, joy. Yeah, peace. Well done, everyone. You guys are on the ball, wide awake this Christmas morning. So, if you want to help each other out, is that okay? Oh, I'm holding the hot end. <laughs> All four of the little ones, and then we'll do the big one. Yeah? If we, Rowena, do you want to do this one? Lovely work. And then do you want to give it to... That's perfect, Rowena. That's it. Do you want to give it to Izzy for the next one? And then maybe we'll do another match for the other one. I prepped you guys to answer a question about why we light a... I did prep them because just in case, don't want to embarrass ourselves publicly on Christmas morning, but why we light a candle for Christ on Christmas Day. And I think is... Did you guys... No, it's quite well. Rosie, what was the answer? Jesus is the light. Isn't she good? Jesus was the light. Spot on. Look at these guys. They totally know what is up. So if we let... Rowena, do you want to light this one and then the girls will help you blow out the match? 
There we go. There you go. And then, do you want to blow it out? Brilliant. Well done, guys. And they did a wonderful job. <laughs> Thank you. I'll have you back up in a sec, Rowena. Just for one second. We are going to do another song about Christmas. It's not about us just being up at the front. It's about everyone joining in. So I have the privilege of recruiting a band for our next our next song. I've seen some small people have already picked up instruments. Now is your time to shine. Come and bring them to the front. Tim, I see you with that thing. And if anyone else would like to come and join in, you are more than welcome. Yeah. Rowena can come and... Yeah, come and come. Anyone else? Come on. Like, I see some beautiful people sitting without instruments who should come to the front and join in. Guys, you're embarrassing me. Come and stand at the front. Do you want this one? It's just going to be me and Rowena at this rate. Very sad for me on Christmas. I'm going to make awkward eye contact with lots of people until someone turns up. He doesn't know. Don't make him, Dave. It's not worth it. <laughs> yeah, look. See, now we're getting there. This is good. Yes, William. William, do you want the small, do you want the small drum? There you go. Lucas. That is not an instrument. We'll get you an instrument. <laughs> oh, that's cool. You can show me it in a minute. There you go. Zach, let's sort you out. This is good. See, now we've got a proper band. And we've managed to get away with only, like, one adult being forced to come up this year. So you guys have been very lucky. This is a good Christmas. Okay, are we all assembled? I think we're good to go. I've got a good little band here. Take it away, awesome band. <laughs> We're going to take up our Christmas offering, and it's a special offering that we take every year on Christmas Day. And this year, as, uh, of, on, as on each of the last few years, uh, the whole of the offering that we take this morning will go to the work of London City Mission. We have a long, long partnership with the work of London City Mission, uh, an organisation that's been running for almost 180 years, reaching out to uh, the most needy in London. And um, we have a particular connection with uh, the missionaries on the Isle of Dogs, which work out of Cafe Forever. They're working with uh, a lot of young people, a lot of children, and also some of the most vulnerable elderly people on the Isle of Dogs. Um, the, 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 the money will go to help not just uh, Cafe Forever, but London City Mission as a whole in all that they do. And so if you're able to give this morning, then please do so, knowing that the money you give will go to help an awful lot of people and help to change their lives. If you're not able to give this morning but you wish to do so at a later time, then you can put uh, money in a marked envelope and pop it into the offering on another Sunday. But uh, please support the work of London City Mission this morning if you're able to do so. Let's give thanks, shall we? Father God, we want to thank you for what you have given us. We celebrate that today uh, through giving us your son, Jesus Christ. And Father, we thank you that you've given us so much in this country. And Father, those gifts that we've brought this morning uh, to help the work of LCM, 
Father, we thank you for this organization. We pray in Jesus' name that the families that they associate with will come to know you, that actually their lives will be transformed and changed in some very dark and, and hard circumstances that we will never know. Father, would you bless them this morning, bless each family uh, and the organization as well, Lord, that they would know your peace this morning. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, a few uh, weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago, we uh, gave some toys uh, to London City Mission uh, from here at church, and I know that many of you uh, gave those toys away, which will be open this morning and received, and I just love that. I love that some of the kids uh, are down in the Isle of Dogs are getting some pre- uh, presents and gifts that we had supplied and given to them, and I know that there are some kids here this morning, and maybe some adults as well, um, who've opened up some presents. I haven't opened my presents yet. We wait till after lunch because we're patient. Thank you. Uh, we've waited long enough. We can wait another couple of hours. Right. So are there any children? I'm going to ask Tom and Charlotte to come and help me as well. I think Tom's going to go out into the crowd. If, if you don't come back in ten minutes... Well, good luck. Anyway, so um, if anyone has got any gifts, any presents, they want to kind of like show us what we've got. We've got one down here. Um, we're going to come round and have a little look. What's this one? Can you tell me, Tim, what that is? A robot. A robot. Is it? Do you call it Dad? No. No. Oh, sorry, Tom. Sorry. Sorry, I didn't think you'd hear that. Has anyone... Have you got anything? We've, we've, got, we've got one here, Rowena. I've got a nice Christmas jumper on. Yes, Yay. well done. Very Rowena. nice. Brilliant. Very nice indeed. Anybody else? Anybody else that want to come up to the front, want to share what they've got for Christmas? Come on, don't be shy. I've, I've got one down here. What have you got here? What's this? Let's have a little look. Headphones. I've got some really, really good headphones that can actually fold. They were, they were made to fold, they just don't fold, they were made to fold. They were made to fold, made to fold. Is mummy going to put them on later? Um, I don't think so, because they're mine, they're practically mine, but then if my mum's feeling sneaky, she can actually try and sneak them. Oh, that's lovely, thanks Lucas, thank you. What have we got down there? You've got a second one? Oh, wow. Let's have a look. What have we got down here? Isaac, what have you got down here? Batman. Yes, good fella. Batman. Is there anything special about Batman? Does he stretch or something? Or... Oh, wow. I can do that sometimes. <laughs> Not all the time. Oh, and what's that? Oh, he's really stretchy, isn't he? Well done. It's a, that's a snap band. Okay. Gary. Charlotte, have you got... Gary. What have you got? Tom. Gary, where, where I'm, over here. Tom? I'm over here. Hi, mate, I've got, got to Tom? cut in, okay? Thanks. Because you're, you're a bit of a geek. You'll enjoy this, okay? Star Wars. I'm coming. Yeah. <laughs> we have got the Millennium Falcon. What? Down here. It is gonna, absolutely oh brilliant. Days. Whose is it? Charlotte, can you take the rest of the service? We're, we're a bit busy. <laughs> yeah, cheers, it's going to play down here for a second. We've got Luke Skywalker, Princess oh, Leia, wow, Chewbacca. I can see a Stormtrooper, Han Solo, C three. This is this is this is brilliant. Should we take? Can we take it to the front and play with it? Summer doesn't. Is that all right? Come on, let's take it to the front. Come on, Emily. Right. While you're going down to the front, we're going to go to the we front have another present over here. Falcon. So on, let's go, kids. What, what have you got? A Fitbit. A Fitbit. Come on, let's go. Look. Brilliant. Fitbit. Is that is that because you're 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 not a fit present? at the moment? 
No. What are you going to use your Fitbit for? Um, counting my steps. Counting your steps. That's a brilliant, brilliant habit to get into. Yeah, some of us could do with doing that, certainly. Excellent. Okay, that's a Fitbit. Anybody else while I'm up here? No. Right, we're just going to... Hold on a minute. Look, we got... Look at this. Come on. That is so cool. Mum and Dad. Yes. Sorry, Santa. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> Nearly, not quite, not quite, nearly. That is so cool, well done. What else have we got? Anything else? What? Christmas, hands up, who's got Christmas socks on? Yes, I'm hoping for mine later. Uh, I've, got, I've got another one which needs to be shown off on the big screen. Oh, okay. This is an excellent, super cool T-shirt. Can we just, uh, sorry, can I just... Wow. I told you it was good. That's I'm hoping Joe's cool. got me one of them. That's pretty cool. That's fantastic. Oh, look. Self-portrait, Dave. <laughs> fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Well done, everybody. Round of applause to all those children. We're going to stand and sing uh, another uh, lovely carol. Let's stand and sing Hark the Herald, shall we? The Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. And he goes on to write, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. In the beginning was the Word, and he was with the Father, and yet he comes down to heaven, to, heaven, to earth, to be like us, uh, comes down from heaven to earth to be like us, to identify with us, which is amazing. And in life, I guess, um, we look up to people, don't we? Do you look up to people? Yeah. Who do we look up to? Who do we kind of admire, do you think? Who? We all look up to Nick. Where's Nick? <laughs> there he is. We all look up to Nick. Very good. Who else do we look up to? Not me. No, don't say me. Don't say Thank you, though. Oh, happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Used to have a lot to learn. Who do we look up to? Jesus. I oh, know, we've got to get there. Um, our parents is one that I had. Our parents, yeah. I'm looking at Gary because Tottenham are doing particularly well at the moment. I thought he's, he's bound to say something about Tottenham. I was, was going to stay humble, mate. Was you? Okay, all right. But anyway, what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> no, footballers, sometimes look at footballers, we think, oh, wow, they've, uh, they've got a good life. Uh, maybe our bosses, we might aspire to be like them in our careers. Parents, Sally mentioned, what? Teachers. Teachers, teachers, teachers can be inspiring, uh, set us on the right path. Uh, or maybe we look for in life people that are successful, maybe got the best cars or the best homes, uh, or maybe all the possessions. But at Christmas time, it's the time when we look up, and we look up and celebrate the birth of Christ who came down to associate with us. And it's fair to say that the people we might look at, he didn't have the trappings uh, that we might associate with success. Um, eventually, he was wrapped in clothes and laid in a manger. 
just like the shepherds would have done with their lambs that were going to be sacrificed. They would have wrapped them in cloth so they couldn't escape, ready to be laid literally in a trough. And so when, uh, when the sign given to the shepherds was, this will be a sign to you, you will wrap him in, in, you'll find him wrapped in cloths and laid in a manger. They would have understood exactly what that meant because they would have done the same with their lambs. And he was born, wasn't he? Not in a trappings of success, but in a, in a stable. And he was, um, he was exposed, not him personally, but Mary at the beginning, uh, to a bit of shame and scandal. Not everyone would have believed that virgin birth. But out of that, out of that squalor, comes the saviour of the human race. And the shepherds' part in the story, as were the angels, uh, they knew that God's gift was God himself coming to us. And he was called Jesus. And at Christmas we say Emmanuel because he is with us. And that's what that means. God is with us. Even though he'd been the king of heaven, he's now come down to identify with us, be the friend of sinners. And there's no room for self-righteousness here because it's because we get things wrong that he came. Because God loved us so much that he sent his son, who was born as a baby but became so much more. He was humble, yet he was filled with the presence and power of the Holy Spirit, and he had mercy for all of humankind, for me and for you. And because the fact is, without him, the one who says, I'm your shepherd, he says, I am the good shepherd, without him, we're lost. We're really lost. He knows about pain, and suffering, he went through so much. He knows all about pain. He knows about his own pain and how much he wanted to give, give his life up for you. And he knows about your pain. There's a lot going on in the world, lots of good things going on in the world. There's lots of tragedy as well. We've just been reading about Indonesia where we prayed uh, on Sunday and over 400 people now killed there. Uh, with, uh, the police and nurses and the support services will tell you at this time of year is the highest rate of suicides because for some, Christmas is not a happy time. Maybe there's illness or loss at this time. Christ identifies with us in all of it. He doesn't leave us on our own. But the fact is he comes to give us hope again and to give you a hope again. He was betrayed, uh, so he knows what it's like to be betrayed. He was betrayed by kiss from one of his closest friends. He was lifted up on a cross. He took my wrongdoings. He takes yours. He takes a world's transgressions and he suffered so that he could save the lost because we are lost without him. He fights for breath, he fights for you, and he saves us from a destiny which would be ours if it wasn't for uh, heaven that awaits us. And when he was on the cross, uh, those that actually put him on the cross and put him through the anguish cried out to him and said, if you're the son of God, come down and save yourself. But he couldn't because he was busy saving you and me. And of course, we know that he cries on the cross, it is finished. It is finished, his work is done, our souls are set free, and death is defeated by that Emmanuel of Christmas. And of course it doesn't end there, Uh, he defeats death and now he's crowned with glory, he's with the Father, he's got the place of honour, he's gone back to where he came. He came down to identify with us, he's gone back showing us that he's defeated death, he's crowned with glory, the Bible says he intercedes for you, whatever's going on in your life, you're never alone, and that one day he will call all of us home. And we can go home to be with him. And at that time, we'll have that sure promise of heaven rather than the fear of hell. And the bride, which is what the, what the, the, the Bible uh, describes the church as, will run to him. He is the bridegroom. And the church will give glory forever, as she should now, to Emmanuel. And we need a saviour because we all need saving. We've all done things wrong. And I'd rather he paid rather than me. Because one day we'll all stand before God. Maybe we've got to say that, well, I'll pay for it. 
and which of destiny is not that good, or I can say, well, Jesus died for me. And that's what we mean by we say when we say someone's been saved, that he has paid the price for them. So you might look up to others this Christmas time, but God came down to us. You might look at success in a worldly fashion, but real success is knowing God, loving God, loving each other, doing good, and putting the Christ in Christmas. Just to finish, uh, there's, a, there's a news uh, uh, scene now. I think I've got it on the slide. Um, I'm not very good at, um, at screenshotting, so you've only got half of it. This is a true story. It's happened uh, this Christmas. Baby Jesus has been nicked. He was stolen from the manger in a town centre nativity scene. Reverend Christopher Scargill of St Thomas Church, St Anne's Lancashire, said the figure was taken from St Anne's Square overnight on Thursday. He said police are investigating, but an amnesty was in place. This is true. And it could be returned to any church in the parish with no questions asked. He said Christmas is a time of forgiveness, urging the thief to return it. Mr Scargill said he tried to order a replacement little Jesus, but it was out of stock. The minister, full of forgiveness, as opposed to a member of the public who wrote on their Facebook page, Joan Wilson called the culprit low-life scum on St Thomas's Church's Facebook page. They eventually did get a Jesus. Um, but I guess, in a way, the Christmas message, in our hearts, we're like, we're like the stables. And I wonder if we're going to make room for Jesus this Christmas, or are we going to turn him away? And the Bible says, if we open our heart to him, then Jesus, the one who came down from heaven, the friend of sinners, the one who paid for us to be with him forever, will come in. And don't say this Christmas, well, for us, Jesus is out of stock. He's out of stock. He's gone. We've got all the Christmas, but without the baby Jesus. Without him, really, there is no Christmas. It's just, you might as well say happy holidays. But we say, unashamedly, despite what the world says, happy Christmas, because Christ has come and he will come again. Amen. Is that it? Eh? Huh? Is that it? What do you mean, is that it? That's quite a lot. It was quite a lot. It was quite comprehensive. It was very good. Do you want my notes? But no, don't want your notes. Sermon.com, get them, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Can I just go on with the service now? Because what? What, what are you doing? Well, we just, we just, you know, one team, one dream. We thought, you know, we're not up here just looking pretty. Well, one of us is. Tom. <laughs> well, Tom. <laughs> Just, you know, we just thought, you know, we might want to chip in with, with something as well. It's, you know, not, I don't think they want you to. So you don't want him to chip in, do you? Oh, who shook their heads? Oh, no, you don't. <laughs> Thank you, Rowena. Those who said no, get out. Uh, Tom, Tom, what, what's Christmas for you? Well... I, I agree with you, Gary. It's easy to sit here and listen to that. And it's all very good, very good. You know, you, you picked a good one this year. Um, <laughs> but to be honest, to be honest, how do we ground that in real life, in reality? Because if I didn't come to church and I didn't know the Bible and I just popped in this morning because it seemed like a good idea at the time, I'd hear that and I'd think, great, but it doesn't change anything. We talk about a gift. And for me, Christmas is all about the gift. Um, now, I have never given a gift to someone I didn't like that I can think of. When you give someone a present, you think about it, you, you spend time uh, choosing something that's really special, something that's going to really um, change their life, make a difference. And Jesus is talked about as God's gift to us, the world, but also us personally. And so for me, the message of Christmas is that God spent time thinking, what is the best and most important thing that I can give to this person that I love and I care about? And in the end, he gave his son. And Jesus is the gift. So for me, if I want to ground the Christmas message in something I'm going to experience today, 
Jesus is, is the best gift that I can receive this Christmas. Excellent. Fantastic. Oh, like so, yeah, thanks, Tom. So we'll move on then. We've got to, we're going to sing to Charlotte. Oh. So, Charlotte, what is it for you? What's Christmas for you? Uh, decorations. <laughs> Bear with me. I've got a point. I'm going somewhere. I think Christmas is that moment where you're walking down the street and it's late at night and it's all grey and bleak and horrible and then, bam, Christmas lights. There's the beautiful fairy lights and the picture of the stars and the angels and the tinsel and all the bright colours in the middle of all that darkness. I think that's Christmas. You know, back in the first Christmas, the Jews, they'd been 400 years of silence. All those hopes and promises are this faded thing and they've been oppressed for hundreds of years by various groups of people and it's bleak and it's dark and in the middle of that, bam, angel chorus. Bam, <laughs> brand new star. Bam, Christmas gift, Jesus for everyone. And that hope comes searing back, a bright shining light in the middle of the darkness and I think that's Christmas and I think it's the same today because I think sometimes we're having a really bleak old time and there's still Jesus and still that hope and that bright shining light and we can all choose to join in and I think that is Christmas. Yeah. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. So uh, you don't I, I, get think that I, said, on... I think I said all this all No, 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 you don't get that on sermon.com do you? <laughs> that's an original right there. I wouldn't know. <laughs> no, <laughs> nor would I Tom. No. All unique. Uh, for me, just finishing off here, for me, it would have to be food. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. Slim man up there wouldn't be food, would it? But actually, I love to feast, and it's not just gluttony. You think about it, Jesus was called a glutton and a drunk because most of the time he spent eating with people. Eating makes us stop whether we're friend or foe, everyone stops to eat. They gather around a meal. And one of the last things that you, you're eating now. Well done. That's good. Well done. Told you to do that. The love the, I love the fact that the, one of the last things that Jesus did was gather his disciples around a meal. And he broke bread with them. And he told them the importance of remembering him, which is what we're kind of doing here today. We're remembering Jesus coming in as, as a child. And I love the fact as well that one of the first things we'll do when we get to glory, it talks about the wedding feast of the bride and the bridegroom. We banquet and Jesus says all are welcome to this banquet. At a really, really weird uh, source yesterday as I was watching the news. And if anyone saw that Jerry Adams has brought out a cookbook Jerry Adams, the leader of Sinn Féin, and however you feel about him, I was thinking, do what? Turned up the volume. It was really interesting what he had to say. Because for me, I'd be thinking foe for many, many years ago. But listening to what he had to say, he said, when they were doing the Northern Ireland peace deal, they uh, decided to do lots of meals. And the meals that they did, he's now put together in this cookbook. And he said, there was one thing that food does... It brings everybody together. And he used the words, you can break bread with people, even if you don't like them. And he said, more negotiation was done over a dinner table than around a boardroom table. And I think that's fantastic. That actually, for me, Christmas is feasting with family and friends, stopping in the hustle and bustle of everything, and just remembering that this is all about Jesus. Is that all right? Yeah, not bad. I, no. I think I've said it. I think I, was, I think I said it. So what time are we all turning up at your house? Um, <laughs> we're going down a manual. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> we just wanted to put some different perspectives on Christmas. And I guess all those things are really good. I think I like the band. 
I'm up for the band. That's good. I like band. So we're going to uh, stand and sing pretty much what I what I spoke about. Um, uh, Stuart Townend uh, hymn, Carol, tells the whole story of the nativity. And it's called From the Squalor of a Borrowed Stable. So let's stand and sing this together. God bless you all. We've got lots of chocolates which are gradually coming around, so uh, make sure you, uh, you pick some of those up. I wish you a Merry Christmas and uh, just going to pray for us. If you're interested in finding out more, we run Alpha courses. We'll be starting one in the new year. Pick up a card or a leaflet on the way out. We'd love to see you there. A uh, way of uh, finding out more, a little bit about what we've been talking about uh, this morning. I'd like to thank uh, all of you, but also the band and the VDS and the sound people and everything else, because on Christmas morning they've come down early uh, to help lead you in worship. And thanks to the team uh, for help putting this together. And I don't get my sermons from sermon.com, I can tell you. <laughs> Father, I pray your blessing on everybody here. And on this special day, uh, we do give thanks for the birth of Christ. Uh, without him, there is no Christmas. So as we meet around the tables, as Gary said, and eat and, and have fun and fellowship, pray, Lord, that you'll be at the centre. Bless your people here in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you all.